0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This
1: is Jeremy Nicholas Phoenix. They call me JNP. J. and Fiend. I was going to say J.N.P. JP J. And P. J. Fiend. J. You, you know who I is. And I'm here with my brother. Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. We represent the Raspy Voice kids. You heard the music. You know it's time to go in. No, we're not going in. This is I Got Five on it. It's time to get that five questions from Jordan. Five answers. I'm ready. I'm telling you, the season's pending. It's only going to get better. Ooh, can't wait. Give us those five, Jordan. What's up, RVK fans? This is your host, Jordan Taikuri, for the segment of I Got Five on It with the Raspy Voice Kids. The Raspy Voice Kids have five fill-in-the-blank answers, so let's start off with the first blank.
0: The preseason polls mean blank to you. More than they do to most. They mean more than they do to most because they are relatively accurate, especially at the top. But they don't mean everything. Because at the back end, there are plenty of teams who are unranked who end up meaning something. Like Michigan did last year, going from unranked at number 32 with only 12 receiving votes to the college football playoff. So for me, they mean more. The preseason polls mean more than they do to most.
1: Preseason polls mean very little to me. Um, I guess I should say it's about average because, look, like you said, the top 10, okay, that means a lot because those are the teams who are usually in the in the Final Four. But for the rest, you got Pitt in the top 25. You got Texas in the top 25. You got Houston. Texas is not
0: in the top the 25 Cougas? in the
1: AP poll. Okay, well, I said polls in general. So, coaches' polls go into that, too. For me, I just don't put a lot of stock. I mean, there's certain stats put out about teams who are in the polls now and then at the end of the year aren't in the polls um, I think a lot of it is biased. I really do. I feel like a lot of it goes towards last year. I mean, you look at Pitt. Pitt went 11 and 3. In the regular season, they went 11 and 2, but they played Ten a bunch of garbage 10 and 2. Uh, I forgot uh, about the uh, ACC Championship game, but they played a lot of garbage teams. Who on their schedule looked great? Houston, great year. Who did they play? Who did they beat? They lost to Texas Tech by 17. We lost to Texas Tech by 7. What you got to say now? So so sometimes, you know, I don't think that these polls are done uh, ex- extremely well. I also feel like it's great for college football because it's something to talk about. It's something to get hyped over. If we beat Pitt early, man, another chip on our shoulder, a feather in our cap. But I don't put a whole lot of stock outside the top 10.
0: Number two, Jared Deggy leaving Western Kentucky, is blank. Embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. This is a mark on Neil Brown. Two years, not just one year in an anomaly where there were injuries or COVID or whatever any other excuse you want to make for Neil Brown. The fact that he couldn't beat out a guy from West Florida at Western Kentucky is embarrassing for Neil Brown and West Virginia University football. Two years of Jared Dagey in Power 5 football? Insane. Absolutely embarrassing. What more can I say? I was going
1: to say the exact same thing. I was going to say embarrassing. You said embarrassing, so I'll just say shameful. Shameful, embarrassing. How's this guy? He can't start at a power uh, group of five team, but he started for two years at a power five team? I also want to reiterate, because I don't know if we're going to talk about it again on the show. We like Jared Dagey. I love that he brought his lunch pail and his hard hat every single week. I know Brandon appreciates that, too. Never complain. The criticism, never complain. But he he's just showing, especially this year, like he proves. He proved it for two years. But now, not being able to win the starting quarterback at Western Kentucky proves even further that he just wasn't the guy, and he wasn't good enough to play here. Everything Brandon said was absolutely spot on. Let's get to number three. Number three. Tony Mathis will
0: blank Lenny Brown. Tony Mathis will improve on Letty Brown. He will improve on what Letty Brown did. He will be a better running back than what Letty Brown was. He's more complete than what Letty Brown is. Tony Mathis is a better option in the backfield than Letty Brown, who I liked as a running back. Tony Mathis will make you
1: forget about Letty Brown. I love the narrative of the last few years. The baddest man in Morgantown, Letty Brown. Letty Brown came out, put what's it's like Dar- Jared Deggy put on his hard hat, grabbed his lunch pail, went to work. But when it comes to skills, I think Tony Mathis is better. But more importantly than, than Tony Mathis being more explosive and better than Letty Brown, is the offense around him is going to be better. Better offensive coordinator, better quarterback, better offensive line which will make you, by the end of this season, forget about Letty Brown, unfortunately, because I like Letty Brown. He's a good dude. But Tony Mathis is going to make you forget about LB, LB4, and uh, I'm here for it.
0: Number four. Blank is the player we can't afford to lose outside of our quarterback. I wanted to say Dante Stills because he's back as a super senior because he's first-team all Big 12 preseason Because he's Dante freaking Stills. But the answer is Charles Woods, Jeremy. Charles Woods in that secondary, that depleted secondary, who lost so many starters, who lost so many bodies, we can't afford to lose a first-team All-Big 12 pick preseason, Charles Woods at that position. We can't afford it. That secondary is so maligned as it is, so desperate as it is, we can't afford to lose Charles Woods.
1: Yes, uh, Charles Woods. Brandon says Charles Woods. Show me the board, Charles Woods. Ding, 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 ding. Charles Woods is the answer. Look, I, I, for a second, I thought about Zach Frazier because I feel like center is such an important position. And this dude, Brandon, he's one of the few players that West Virginia has who has come back that I'm honestly not nervous about. I feel like at the end of the year, he's going to be an All-American. This kid's work, work ethic, uh, his body type, I I just watch him, and I really feel like there's not going to be a letdown. And if he were to go down, it would be a huge thing for WVU. But even bigger than that, because of some of the depth that we have, a little bit more depth on the offensive line than we have in in, in the secondary, if you're on a corner, corner is important. I understand the spread offices. I understand the quick hitters. But if you have a corner who can shut down a player, who you can be confident in guarding against a player like Charles Woods seems to be—that's a big deal. Our linebacker seems uh, good. Our defensive line seems good. There seems like there's enough people to rotate in and out. Secondary is a big deal. We've lost so much. Charles Woods—we cannot have him pull the hamstring, getting cramps, uh, whatever it may be. We need Charles Woods the entire year. So treat that guy like he he should. Uh, be treated. Put him in the ice bath first. Put him in the what's the cryogenics? What what are, what are the facilities West Virginia has? Either way, the salt baths, all, all, all that stuff. Make sure he gets in there first because we need him all year. Number five. Outside the game, we won't talk about. Blank is the most heartbreaking loss you've experienced.
0: This is a hard one, Jeremy. This is a really hard one. Right now I'm down to three. I I can't.
1: I I think I'm down to two, but I got three in in my in my in my bag. But go ahead.
0: Are we doing basketball and football <laughs> or just football? I thought about both, and I, and I got three from basketball so for me, and football. So for me, it's got to be losing to Duke in the final four. And the reason is when we beat that John Wall Boogie Cousins Elite Eight Kentucky basketball team. I just knew we had won the national championship. We had finally won a national championship. Bobby Huggins had done it. Deshaun Butler had done it. They brought it home for our squad. They brought it home for our state, for our university. And then to go out and get smacked by Duke, Deshaun injured the way that he did. It was crushing. It was soul crushing. Um, And there were other losses that hurt. Losses before my time, really. 88, of course, was terrible, but really genu- generally before my time as a fan fan. I'm going to have to say losing that, elite, that final four game to Duke. Uh, that was good.
1: That was really good, actually. I That wasn't even my top three. It's still not my top three, but <laughs> that's good. I thought about the tournament where we played Texas and LaMarcus Aldridge. It was like a half-court shot. Yeah, where he buried it he buried it and beat us Um, I don't really want to say this out loud because it wasn't one of my better moments do you remember what happened after he hit that half court shot Brandon at Cindy's, house?
0: at Cindy's house at yeah, Cindy's apartment yeah yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I uh long story I don't care I'm gonna tell you guys it's not a long story uh, you know I, I let my emotions get the best of me I was a young kid yeah, Tim, um,
0: don't even... Why are you giving all these excuses? Just say what happened.
1: I may have let some saliva go and it hit the TV somehow. I was crazy. It was crazy. But some people probably said I spit on the TV. But... <laughs> <laughs> that was just their perspective. I was so mad. I've acted very immaturely. But that caught, that caught me. That was up there. The two times Brandon is um, the – actually, what's the other one? I, the the one time I can remember, like, my number one. Now nah, those are both of them. When when you had the run from Quincy Wilson. That's a bad Remember, loss. That's a bad loss. And and Kellen Winzo Jr. comes up with that catch across the middle on fourth and, like, 12. Didn't do nothing else the rest of the year. But on that play, on fourth down – I I was crushed, and they went on to score and win the game. But my number one, my number one is when I was young, I was very young, and even being very young, I knew don't punt the ball. That was up there for me. Brandon? Brandon, when Miami blocked that that punt
0: at the end of the game, yeah, that was 1996, Miami in Morgantown. They blocked
1: the punt to win the game. And I thought, why are we block? They have the best, and we have the worst. Why are we even trying to punt? That was tough for me. But that so so that's number one. Nineteen ninety six, Miami. That's number one. If if I'm not going any pro sports, because John starts going one for eighteen in game seven Two against the Houston Rockets was, was 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 miserable as well. But yeah, yeah, See, Miami. Me, like,
0: I had I looked at losses like that. Ninety six loss was a big deal, but it wasn't like we were winning anything that year. <laughs> I really thought we won the national championship when we beat Kentucky. And I remember talking to all of you guys, all my friends and family, like, can you believe it? We just won. Like, we won. and we Because we had smacked yeah. that Duke team the year before, slapping the floor yeah. and everything. And yeah. it, it didn't happen. Like, that was bad. It hurt. Well, well, that's, yeah, what that's what we what- got. Five on it. And
1: look, man, I didn't mean to get you in your feels. I didn't mean to get y'all in your feels. Uh, but you know what? We have really good times coming. I believe we're going to beat Pitt, so don't even worry about it. Here in a few, we're going to be rejoicing. Or you guys are going to get a really good show. Either way, next up is we going in.
0: Right, are going more than 100 schools available from Home Field Apparel. If you like comfortable clothes, check them out. They are a partner with the RASPY Voice Kids and the 1012 Network. Use our code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y 12, for a discount on your first order. 15%. Go get it. Tell them we sent you.
1: Current and former athletes, members of the athletic department, and of course the best fans in the country all make up a very special group we like to call the Cyclone Family. Join me, Jamie Steyer-Johnson, as I bring you closer to the people that make Iowa State unique each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. Some names you may know, while others may be new to you, but one thing's for sure, this is one family reunion you won't want to miss each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. Rat me, boys! I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in.
0: We're going in, we're going in, we're going in It's time to go hard RBK, Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit Joined by my brother, Jeremy Phoenix, J.N. Fiend, you know what it is Jeremy, you got something for us? Yes, before we
1: start going in Brandon, tell me which one hits you harder Which one hits you harder? Did you hear that Crown Royal is no longer putting the bag, the Crown Royal bag, in the boxes with the drink anymore? No, I did not hear that. I did not hear that. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Crown will no longer put that Crown bag that all of us know in the bag anymore. Let's discontinue. That's out. Brandon, is that a bigger deal? or? For you is oh I can't even remember what company it is, but I, I don't care um the choco taco being discontinued this a is bigger not your this
0: is not even close, Jeremy no choco taco Chaco taco was my jam. it was my life for a long time, especially when I worked at fairfield medical Center, shout out lancaster ohio that was my that was part of me. you know it was part of me. the choco taco was a big deal. And the fact that there's no Chaco Taco in the world anymore, there won't be. I saw somebody post on Twitter. They're like, they showed a picture of a Chaco Taco. They said twelve hundred dollars. I know what I have. No lowballing. <laughs> I know what I have. Now the bag it's is a big deal. The bag is a, it is part of our culture. It is part of our heritage. But Chaco Taco for me, son. I, I hear what you're saying, Brandon. I'm just saying, I go. I think I go Chaco Taco too. But
1: look, it's part of the experience. When you get that crown, you get that bag. I don't know, Bray. I don't know what you do with the bag. I don't know if you, if the kids, put uh, uh, school supplies in it. I don't know if you put change in it. I, I don't know what you do with it. There's plenty of people do all kinds of stuff with that crown royal bag, but that's part of the experience. Like we ain't just buying a drink; we're buying the bag. Whether it's green, whether it's purple, whatever color it may be, it's a big deal. When I saw both of these, I had a little tear coming to my eye for the Choco Taco and the Crayon Royal because, you know, we have lost a yep. lot these last few years, and uh,
0: we lost something else right here. Pull one out for it. Yep. All right, so let's get into what we're here to talk about sports. WVU in particular, we want to talk about Jared Dagey first. Jeremy, I saw this Facebook post on Twitter. Our guy Doug John, uh, yeah, Doug Johnson posted this. He didn't say who wrote it, but he posted it. Hear he it out. He
1: posted somebody somebody else's post. Okay, yeah, he
0: posted someone else's post. Sorry, Maybe it clear. wasn't him. It wasn't him. It says, "Hear me out." Is there a world where WVU welcomes Daggy back into the fold? It's not. As, it's not as crazy an idea as it may seem. Daigie has a very strong relationship with head coach Neil Brown and the rest of the team. Daigie has Big 12 starting experience and is in the top 10 all time at WVU for passing yards. We know he can compete in this league, and I have to ask myself, was he hindered by head coach Neil Brown and Jared Parker? I'm not convinced the bridge is burnt. This is a nice opportunity for JT Daniels to sit behind a guy who's been there and understands what it means to suit up in the old golden blue. People conveniently ignore that representing WVU takes a lot more than throwing a football. You need to understand our culture, and Deggy gets it. Say what you will about the young man, but he has grit. That's what it's going to take if we are going to play in Dallas in December. Jeremy, what do you make of this post?
1: Far be it from me to disparage a Mountaineer fan. And let me say, it's important Um, Our fans love West Virginia And we all want the same thing In the end But to use a term um, That's very age appropriate for everybody Shut the front door Excuse (laughs) me, I don't think it's the right Shut the Front door (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, bro. I mean, I understand what you're trying to say. No, I and I'll be honest. No, and I'll be honest with you, Brandon. I love West Virginia, but I think people put too much stock into this. What it means to be a mountaineer, man. I get what you're trying to say. I get what you're saying. in In the past, it meant somebody who's gonna come out and outwork you um, for four years. Who's going to have that blue collar? This day and age is a little different, and uh, I love if you had that. But you know what I like more: winning. Okay, so you don't have to be a West Virginia man to get it done. And uh, all the stuff you said about Deggy, hey, bro, bro, I hear what you're saying. I hear maybe he didn't have Graham Harrell's offensive coordinator, but I will also say you don't know. Sp- I don't be mean. mean. Um, anybody. With a pair of eyes <laughs> yes. and with a pair of eyes and any kind of football acumen just knows what it is and uh,
0: just just shut the front door excuse me shut the front door and like I this is what I said I, I text this to our group our thread a friend group I just can't understand how a person could be that oblivious to reality what football games have they been watching Jeremy? Brandon, Brandon, hold up, hold up. You say you don't understand how a
1: person can be that oblivious to reality. I think you deal with those kind of people every day. Do you know people who uh, just don't seem to get it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: You know, I mean, we all—I mean, we all know those people who just don't seem to get it. And this person also just clearly—they just—they just don't—they
0: just don't. They just don't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I mean, that's, that's it. Like, that's. Bottom line is: um, bottom line is, this person is not in touch with the reality. Daggy lost the game against Maryland, tried to lose the game against Virginia Tech, and that was with a really good defense. Daggy has no business being a quarterback in a power five situation. Jared Daggy could not win the job at Western Kentucky, but he's going to come. Teach J- JT Daniels anything, anything about football. Jared Parker's not here, so I agree. JT uh, Jared Dagey might be better with uh, uh, what's his name, Graham Harrell. Graham Harrell, because every anybody would be better with Graham Harrell, and anybody would be better with Sam James and Bryce Ford Wheaton in, in their senior years. In their but. I'm sorry. This is just absurd. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's so stupid. I didn't even want to give it real attention. But here we are, giving it attention. And I'm glad I know the person's name, and I hope it's not one of my friends on Facebook because it's just that stupid. It's that stupid, Jeremy. And you don't want to disparage Brandon, what is- Mountaineer. I don't mind disparaging a stupid opinion. I'm not calling the person stupid. I'm calling this opinion stupid. This opinion is stupid. So, so... All right,
1: there's always glass half empty, glass half full when it comes to most situations and topics. Uh I'll let you you want to expand on the glass glass half empty or glass half full, which which one you want to go with? You go with one, I'll go with the other. How About Jared Deggie, uh he, call, he all right, they they call it he's transferring, he's in the transfer uh, portal. I call it getting cut. Uh getting cut from Western Kentucky. Yeah. Which one you wanna do? You wanna talk about the positive or the negative? I'm gonna let you let you pick which one you talk about. Uh wait, say that again. Do you wanna talk about the positive or the negative about Jared Deggy getting cut from Western Kentucky? There is no positive. Yeah, there is. So you take the negative. What's embarrassing about what's embarrassing about Jared Deggy getting cut from Western Kentucky?
0: He couldn't start at a non Power Five school. That's embarrassing. He didn't lose his job to a former power five player. He lost his job to a player from Western Florida, West Florida. I don't even know if it's Western or West Florida, directional Florida. I I just, Jeremy, there's nothing positive in my estimation from this development. He couldn't cut it at Western Kentucky. He couldn't make it as a Hilltopper, but he started two years at West Virginia. Please.
1: The positive, which which I was with you. And then some other people brought up this point of, it, point of view. And I thought, you know what? It's right. Jared Daggy won six games under Neil Brown and was close to winning a few more the last two years. So the positive, if you're a Mountaineer fan that you can look at is we won six games, two years in a row, we could have won more. And we had a quarterback who's not really a power five quarterback. So when people want to get their hopes up, they think, what are we going to do now with a five-star quarterback in JT Daniels? What are we going to do now with Graham Harrell as our offensive coordinator? That's the glass half full. Like, okay,
0: we didn't get a double. Jared pro- Deggie. You know what the problem with that is, though, Jeremy? It's typical what? Mountaineer. It's typical WVU. We never have the offense with the defense. We never have the defense with the offense. Always a day late and a dollar short. Of course we have a quarterback now that we don't have a defense. You said we don't have a defense. I want to see about that. Maybe you're
1: right, but I I'm not. Just like I'm not giving the offense the benefit of the doubt because of what I've seen the last few years. Um, I am going to give the defense the benefit of the doubt because of what I've seen over the last few years. Where they always put. I'm not saying they're shut down, locked down every single year, but there's something respectable every single year. So pump your brakes on talking about the defense and Jordan Leslie. What up, What up, homie, Coach
0: Leslie. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not telling you our defense is gonna stink. It's no, just not. That's what you just kinda no, that's just what you kinda said. We're not gonna have the defense we had the last two years. Okay. That's my point. And the offense is suddenly going to have to be as good as the defense was the last two years, top rate in the nation to make up for it. And I don't see that happening. But maybe I'm wrong. I mean, could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. So,
1: in the spirit of talking about things that we've seen online, I saw the Voice of Morgantown post, if uh, JT Daniels goes down, Nico
0: Markiel should play because he's a winner. Brandon, do you agree with that? What do you think if JT Daniels goes down? I think the best down? player should play. If it's Goose Crowder, who a lot of people say is the best backup, then it should be Goose Crowder. I don't care who it if, is. The best guy who gives us the best chance to win should be the backup. If J.T. Daniels goes down,
1: we are vying for the number one overall pick. The no, season we're not. Is this season is over. Not the NFL. I I know I know I was making my point of the season's over. We're not we're not we're not winning more than six games. If J.T. Daniels goes down, we're not winning more than six games. That's the way I feel.
0: I haven't seen Goose. I haven't seen enough of Goose. Have you? Uh, like he the- was
1: on the team. La- no, hold on. he was on the team last year, right?
0: That's what I was gonna say. The only thing I know is you couldn't beat out Jared
1: Day, and, and and who was the starting quarterback? That's all I, I was gonna say. So, so this is an indictment on Goose, or an indictment on Neil Brown, or an indictment on the offensive coordinator. I don't know which one it is. Hopefully, it's an indictment on Neil Brown or the offensive coordinator. And Goose is really good, and they just like to play upperclassmen. I still but it's an indictment on. I, I was still it's an indictment on
0: somebody. I still hold that Rich Rodriguez. Would not have started Pat White had um, Ben Narek never gotten hurt. And Steve Slayton and didn't you're start. Right. No. Steve Slayton didn't play to the Virginia Tech game. So sometimes coaches just don't know what they have and don't pay enough attention. So I, I, think- I can't sit here and tell you Goose Crowder doesn't have it. I just know he's not been playing. Ah, I get you. I get you. Garrett Green has played, so we see what he has.
1: A we know bit, what he can yeah. do
0: and what he can't do. A little or bit. Or what he A couldn't do.
1: Once again, staying on this line of things that we saw online, Justin Cruz Walker, cuz, 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 cuz? I think it's cuz. Cuz, what up, cuz? Yeah, Justin Cuz Walker. Uh, I saw on a video that he did, I think he did it with Darwin, uh, Darwin, Darwin Cook. Cook. He says, he made, the, made the, the question was, does Darwin Cook get the recognition he deserves? Yeah, he gets fine. He did one thing ever.
0: I mean, please. He did one thing ever. Two two things if you count tackling Obi, okay? Good for Darwin Cook. And yes, I'm salty that he split us up five years ago for the show. Early on, look, I wasn't even saying. Very early on, beginning of the show, he was one of the first guests we were supposed to have, and dude just never responded after agreeing to come on the show. Like the day we had time set, didn't show up. No, and by by the way, by the way, it wasn't one time; wasn't like three times, something like that. But all I know is, I don't care because who cares? Darwin Cook is Darwin Cook. Good for him. I wish him the best. But yes, he gets what does he? What credit is he supposed to get? What it's like somebody. I, I saw this. Now I like Tash Sherman. I do. But this is something oh, really funny. I saw Tash Sherman, <laughs> Josiah Davis posted that number twelve carries. Uh, he posted he's wearing number twelve this year, and Tash Sherman posted that number twelve carries weight now. And I want to know what did Tash Sherman do at WVU that makes number twelve carry weight?
1: Maybe he's talking about Gino. You ever think about that? <laughs> 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 no, you're going to be on your high horse. You ever yeah. think about that? Maybe he's talking about Gino. Yeah. Maybe he's talking about Gary. No, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's talking about Gary Jennings. Maybe. Hey, you ever think about that? Maybe no, it's Jerry, Gary Jennings. Even
0: Gary Jennings. Even Gary Jennings. Real close. Gino, yes. Gary Jennings. I'm saying, if you're going to sit there and say somebody that your number carries weight, you better have some all conferences. You better have some titles. You better have some deep runs in the tournament. None Brandon, of these Brandon, maybe, show up when you when you Google Taz Sherman.
1: Maybe, maybe he was talking about J.R. House. You don't know. You don't know.
0: <laughs> and, I'm you, this, and, I'm, and I'm saying this, and I'm saying this from a know. place of love. I'm saying this from a place of love. I like Taz Sherman. I like that dude. That dude, that dude could go. But I don't see how 12 carries any real weight in the history of WVU basketball yet. Hope Josiah Davis changes that for everyone. And if you're wondering no, that, they say I chose violence today. <laughs> Look,
1: Look, he chose a go in. Look, and the song says we go hard. That's who we are. That's who we is. That's all I got, Brandon. You got anything else for this week? I
0: man, I gave it all. I gave it all today. I gave. It, that's all I got.
1: Love it, love it, love it so much. Get at your boys. Darwin Cook, hit us up.
0: <laughs> yeah, Darwin, Tad, all y'all. Hit us up. And by the way, if you, if you already are listening, which you are listening, please like us, subscribe to us, rate and review. It helps us go a long way. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Holler at your boys.
1: Podcast Network.